That's funny. A guy took the oath of a cop and then went against everything it stood for. Or some wannabe tough guy prick who beat a man half to death with a socket wrench. Yeah, real tough. You turn around and put your hands behind your back. I don't think so. Your mistake is thinking you've got a goddamn choice, boy. Your mistake? Thinking you're in America. You're a long way from home. This is Brazil. This is Brazil. And welcome back to Furious Ears Only, the Fast and Furious rewatch slash first watch podcast that we are doing leading up to F9 coming out at the end of this month. I'm Zach Brooks. I've seen all the Fast and Furious movies, and I am joined by Mac Johnson, who's on his first watch through, and he has seen Fast Five. I've seen five of these movies now. You've seen all five of them, and we uh, we are here to talk only about Fast Five. We've been doing double movies, but we had an odd number, so we had to, at some point, do one by itself or do a three-part. Um, so we're going to do Fast Five by itself, and then hopefully we'll do two two-parts. Uh, we have 12 days to do it. What do you think? Are we going to be fast enough to do it in the 12 days before Fast 9 comes out? Uh, Fast enough? Hopefully. Furious enough? Definitely. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We actually, I told you before this, I looked at our last Skype conversation, because we only use Skype to record this podcast, and um, the last one Is that a sponsor? Do we have a sponsor now? No, if only. Skype. I'm I'm like the, I wave the flag for Skype on all my podcasts. I'm like, it's the (laughs) best. It's free. You can have as many guests as you want. The, The audio is better than Zoom. Uh, everybody should use Skype to record podcasts. But um, the last Skype convo we had, May 12th, and this is June 13th, at least for four more minutes, it is. Use offer code Furious Ears when you sign up for Skype. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It's free. For your, and it's for your free, free Skype account. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Save 100% of the cost of Skype. <laughs> yeah, it's been a month. Uh, and it's it's been a long month because I've been getting pestered a lot to record this podcast. Not by you this time. Mm-mm. Nope. Not by you, but yeah, because Sarah wants to watch uh, Fast and Furious 6, and I told her we got to wait. We got to wait. I think it is just called Fast 6. No? Is it Fast and Furious 6? You know, I know a little bit about this series, Zach, and I'm from what uh, from what I recall, it's Fast 5, Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7. Okay. Yes, I do know it's Furious Seven. I, it That's starts getting easier up. to remember yeah. after after Furious Seven. I didn't know it was Fast and Furious Six. I forgot about that. Uh, and I do think it's just F Nine. Yeah. For, yeah. Which, they just uh, just getting right yeah. to the point. Yeah. They're just looking down at their keyboard. They're like, "What are we going to name this next one? Uh, backspace Shift. Shift would be a good name for a Fast and Furious spinoff, maybe. Yeah. A lot of shifting yep. that goes on in There's the series. Shifting. Not a lot of automatics. No. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, Jeff likes to point out the like that they're shifting to just like they're just infinitely shifting. Yeah, there's always a higher gear, always yeah. <laughs> like going like 150 miles an hour, and they are like, oh, actually, I could shift one more. So, uh, but we've talked about a lot of stuff except Fast Five. So Mac, you finally seen Fast Five, and uh, did I hype it up too much for you? Well, I mean, it, and it's not even that just you hyped it up. It's like for 10 years now because this is the 10th anniversary of this film. Yes. Happy birthday, Fast Five. Um, Just missed it. It was April 29th, well, 2011. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it has been built up uh, to me for 10 years as being the one where they got good 
Like mm-hmm. this is the one that's a good movie. <laughs> it's worth watching for because yeah, you'll get to the good stuff. And yeah, that is what's kept me up until this point from watching the series was because mm-hmm. I don't want to watch four bad movies before I get to a good movie. And most of my friends just said, fuck it, I'm just going to start at five and not watch the other ones. That's what sane people do. But like, no, I was like, I have to see all of them. Yeah, you got to see them. Because well, so, you, you actually, they bring in characters from all yes. of the previous four movies. And that's part of the one. fun of it, too, is yeah. like, is even if it's like you're remembering them from a not as good movie, at least like you've got that context, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, and you even get people, I mean, you get, all, you know, if you were watching these movies, do you if you had no idea, and I guess I should ask you, like, who you thought was going to come back as we were watching them, because, like, would you ever expected Vince to show back up? I didn't expect Vince just and I didn't I don't think I knew he was coming back. I knew a lot of them were coming back just because, like, I had seen parts of it. I'd seen trailers of future movies like I knew mm-hmm. that, like, I knew Han was coming back. I knew Roman was coming back. I knew Tej was coming back. Like all these characters that I just know continue in the series. I knew right. uh, Giselle was coming back, but like, no, I didn't. I didn't really think about Vince. Um, but I kind of forget Vince is in this because, like, when I've seen Fast Five, this is probably my fourth time seeing Fast Five. But mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever watched the whole series in order, right? Like, in this short of a period of time before. So I think even when I've watched it, I see Vince and I'm just like. I forget that he was actually somebody from the first movie. Right. Cause um, you don't even really need that backstory with him. It's kind of, they, they put it all in here just in case you haven't seen the other ones. Right. Uh, it does add a little bit of color to it because he was the one who punches, uh, who punches Brian in the face yes. in the beginning of yeah. the first movie because he's trying to get with Mia, but exactly. they don't really ever like reference that at all in this movie. No, there's a little bit of tension at the beginning when they first see each other again, but like, you know, he's got his own thing now. He's got a kid, he's got a a girl mm-hmm. like it's his uh, own little dom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his little dom. Um What about Eva Mendez? Did you expect she would come back? Oh, skipping right to the end. Yeah, I well, not yeah. I did not expect that and I was very excited. I got to yeah. say I was really happy to see her again cuz I was wondering why they dropped her from the series. So Yeah. She's, I think, you know, she's a big star and she comes back. Do you remember her character's name? I'm looking at the credits right now and I could not have told you her name off the top of my head. You know, and I, uh, I read it about 10 minutes ago because I was looking at the Wikipedia <laughs> synopsis and yeah. I still can't tell you what it was. Uh, <laughs> although I will say that that's kind of the case for a lot of this, like the, the characters in these movies um, where I, I forget their names a lot, but yeah. um she her character is Monica Fuentes. Yes, Monica Fuentes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah uh, now that you say it, I re- like I always think of them by actor name first, and then I have mm-hmm. to think like, okay, that's like yeah, Gal Gadot is is Giselle, right? right? Like so, which is close. Same first same first letter of her name. Yep. G names. Yeah. Um Tago, the guy with the dreads, plays a character named Tago. So that's easy that's to easy. remember. Yeah. Um so yes, uh so Fast Five, yes, it, it was the one that kind of kickstarted, uh, hit the knobs on the whole franchise. Yeah. And um, this is what, you know, The Rock had that famous SNL sketch where he called himself Franchise Viagra. Right. And, yeah, exactly. And I feel like this is kind of when he becomes, you know, this is like the first instance of, of The Rock being Franchise Viagra. He was doing that in a few series, and I feel like this is the one that really worked. Because I remember he was like, what else did he jump into? Well, he he was, jumped- well his first movie was The Scorpion King. Yes, Scorpion King. Yeah. But he Excellent like that CGI didn't really kickstart. That, that was like the yeah, that was like the opposite where that was when the series went down. Right. Uh, um, but then there was like I know that like they did a journeys to the center of the earth with Brendan Fraser, and then he's just constantly taking over Brendan Fraser 
franchises, yeah. I guess. <laughs> and, uh, and he did a sequel to that. And then, of course, uh, later on, um, Jumanji right. was a big uh, hit. But... The other one is uh, he was in the G.I. Joe sequel as well. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, John M. Chu of In the Heights fame. Uh, oh, yeah. I yeah. forgot that that was. Uh, wow, everything's connecting tonight. Yeah, everything's connecting. And it's, uh, I think I told you recently that, like, even though I have I have no beef with The Rock, I enjoy The Rock, I had not seen many Dwayne Johnson movies. <laughs> and that was one of the few I had seen was G.I. Joe, Retaliation. Oh, yeah. And that was, I think that was shortly after this. I think that was probably 2013, if I had to guess. Yeah, it was around the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And The Rock, much like, uh, much like Paul Walker, I feel like he's good in this, but he doesn't quite find his footing in this one. I think he okay. he will find his footing, but he's just I don't know. He just seems like he's in a different movie at times in this. To me. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just kind of like in a hard ass mode, right? Like, make sure you're wearing your thunderwear. I believe he says. Um, <laughs> is that is that is that what they call the uh, Under Armour top that he like the skin tight Under Armour top? Is that what it is? Is that thunderwear? Yeah, I don't know. He he references it to his men uh, yeah. in his opening monologue where he does his little Tommy Lee Jones speech. Um, which uh, I think I think we talked about this before, not on the air though. Is that apparently they wanted Tommy Lee Jones for that role, for the Hobbs it, role in this movie? Really, I I do not think uh, I, I did not know that. I I don't know where I heard that. It was years ago, and I maybe fact check me on that. But like, I want to say that's who they wanted in the beginning, and obviously we'd have a very different franchise now if. Yeah, if I can't Tom imagine, yeah. <laughs> but it is that type of you know like fugitive. It's the fugitive, yeah. You are. Uh, yeah, U.S. Marshals thing where it's, you know, he even has the speech at the beginning where he's got a, lo- a long speech describing his uh, his target and all this stuff. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. if you were just to, like, hear the premise of this movie, you could say, all right, yeah, sure. Throw Tommy Lee Jones in there. But, of course, now, like, seeing it, it makes zero sense. Yeah, uh, Vin Diesel in a fistfight with Tommy Lee Jones would oh. be very sad. Tommy <laughs> Jones is just super oiled up like The Rock, yeah. just yeah. listening. <laughs> There is a there is a role later on in this franchise that I think you know would be a much better fit for Tommy Lee Jones. So you'll know when you get when we get. Is there. it the Charlize Theron role? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, yeah, The Rock does have some great lines in this though. I really love when they're like the guy asks him if he wants the good news or the bad news, and he says, "You know, I like my dessert before my dinner." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I would, I really want to use that. I don't think everybody ever asked me if I want the good news first or the bad news first. If anybody ever does, I hope that I respond yeah. with that exact. If they line. do, you'll be ready. Yeah, um, and then of course there's that whole clip that we played at the beginning of this podcast, which ends in the uh, the Brazilian standoff, and and it's um, it's playing on my TV right now because I've got the movie on mute at the moment, <laughs> just in case it inspires me to say anything, and that's exactly what's happening right now yes. as you said that. Um, that, I, I love that scene mostly because I love how Vin Diesel says Brazil. Brazil. Like, yeah. And he holds his arms out. Yeah. Almost it, like it's Christ the Redeemer. <laughs> exactly. Which lets you know that we're in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Which they um, remind us of constantly. Like they yeah, show that statue like meanwhile <laughs> in Brazil. Like, yeah. Right. The last yeah, 10 yeah. scenes have been in Brazil. We know. Just in case you forget. Yeah. Um, the, only, the only word that I like that Vin Diesel says better in this movie uh, then Brazil is father. How, mm-hmm. Tell me about your father. <laughs> like it's, uh, it's, what is that? Is that Austin Powers where he says father, father? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, father. No, there is like some character who says father like that. It's um, possible. Yeah. It's been a while for me. Well, 
we'll do that in our, our next series. Uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, Austin Powers. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that would be going back to uh, going back to the fury for your ears only, James Bond. Yeah, jumping back. Yeah, we can, we can talk about him. Um, all right. Well, this movie gets off to a fast and furious start. Um, we get our like cold open to the cold open, which is the breaking. We re see the breaking Dom out of prison. And, you know, talk about The Fugitive. I guess this movie really is kind of inspired by The Fugitive between that and the Tommy yeah. Lee Jones-esque yeah. of Hobbs. Um, they uh, magically, everybody is, is fine on the bus. Nope, they did not kill anybody. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All those people would be dead. They <laughs> murdered like an entire busload of people, including including Dom. Yeah. And he's somehow fine. Yeah. I, uh, I think that's the thing that's bothering me the most on this rewatch of the series is yeah. just like, how much the main actors are like handled to like they're like protected from doing anything that's act like everything they do that's bad is like justified right you know, like it would they're dirty cops or they're you know this is a drug dealer or these are mercenaries like it's they never do anything that like they never have consequences for doing like actual bad stuff right right that's a pretty bad thing they do at the beginning yeah and... uh almost you know just to be topped by what they do at the end i would say yes yeah yeah exactly oh yeah yeah for sure before we get to that, and I got to say, like, uh, maybe the happiest point I had in this movie was after that bus crash and we cut to news coverage being uh, hosted by Perd Hapley. <laughs> I didn't realize of, that. Of Pawnee, Indiana. <laughs> like, was it the same actor? It's it's the same actor who only plays newscasters. Oh, uh, man. And I, when I when I realized that, because um, I laughed out loud when I saw it, like, it just is a, it seems like a gag, but it's not. Um as a Parks and Rec fan, I it was I, I had to find out like why is Perd Happily in this as another newscaster, and I found a, a clip from NPR from All Things Considered where they interview uh, the actor I, I think Jay Jackson I think is his name um, maybe, um, and it turns out he's he was a real life newscaster who became an actor who only plays newscasters, so that's kind of like his thing. And if you look at his IMDb. Like, he just plays newscasters in a bunch of movies and TV shows. Um, um, oh, he's also in uh, he's in Battleship just a year yep. after this. So is he a newscaster in Battleship as well? Yes, he's a newscaster and everything. And wow. uh, I guess it's because he was he said he was teaching a newscasting course where he would basically like take students out and like do fake remote segments with them where he would play the anchor and he would throw to them in the field and then they would record themselves and it was to learn how to become like a field reporter. And uh, I guess one of his students was trying to get a role as a newscaster in a movie. So he recorded everything for her, for her reel to like, and the casting director uh, liked him so much that he's, he got a role in in something or other as a newscaster, and then it oh it was a uh, Dexter, an episode of Dexter, mm. and uh, yeah. Anyway, that, um, sorry for that detour. Uh, that fast. I mean, that's that's an interesting factoid. I don't have any interesting factoids about this movie except that uh, you know the only the only one I have is that Vin Diesel and The Rock hate each other now. And yeah, is that real beef or is or is it as they say in the business kayfabe? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's I think I think it's real. Um. I don't know. Just based on stuff I've heard, I don't think okay. it's... And, like, you can see those two just being so alpha that they do hate each other. I think Tyrese also has problems with other people. Tyrese, too. I saw... I remember that more specifically in that, like, I think he was mad at Hobbs and Shaw going into production because mm-hmm. he he knew he wouldn't be in that movie, and he said the fans are demanding more Roman, I think, is was his point, that they wanted mm-hmm. the full family. And... uh 
Yeah, I remember seeing like, you know, when someone posts something on Instagram and it's right. like way too long for an Instagram post. It's like five <laughs> paragraphs. And I remember I remember reading that like a couple of years ago. His, it was his post that was really long? Yeah. Or I somebody think so. else. Okay. Yeah. No, I think it was his. And, I, you know, I, I maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I, I remember him being upset that they were pursuing like spinoffs and side stories and whatnot instead of like, you know, the main franchise. And it was, you know. It will be interesting to hear what you think of Hobbs and Shaw, um, because it's I feel like, you know, like this, that was around the time that Star Wars was doing spinoffs and like spinoffs were it seemed like that was a trend that movies were going towards. And now it seems like we're really not doing that anymore. Yeah. Um, Yeah. If maybe if one of them had hit really big or something. Yeah. Well, now I think it's now it's just if you're going to do a spinoff, it's going to be a show. Right. You're like, right. It seems like that's what Marvel's doing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Star Wars. And yeah. Um, I think like even like aren't they doing some Toy Story spinoffs as well? I think I've read. Um, it's like doing, Disney is really. They're doing a movie of uh of Buzz Lightyear, the quote unquote real Buzz Lightyear. Oh right, yeah. Chris Evans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. As the character that the toy is based on in the in the universe of. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. a that's gonna be a wild one. We'll have to cover that in our yeah toy, in our Toy Story series. Um, yeah, it's um, but it. I don't know, like when when the the whole beef between The Rock and Vin Diesel, like you said, I, I it seemed real, but then I, I'm like, okay, I know obviously The Rock has a professional wrestling background, so maybe this is just some like kind of shrewd marketing or something. But there is, I, I did see like people talking a little bit about um, the kind of the difference in philosophies of the two actors, right? Of how mm-hmm. like they have they approach movies and projects in different ways. Um, and I've actually seen the same comparison made between Dwayne Johnson and, um, uh, Paul Walker. N- no, no, no. Um, uh, uh, why am I blanking out his name? Drax. Oh, Batista. Batista. Yeah. Um, well, so, that was his wrestling name, Dave Batista. Yeah, right. Dave Batista. So, um, basically the idea of, you know, whereas Batista and, and Vin Diesel, are a little more interested in what the project is in terms of like, Oh, I want to do something that's interesting to me, or I want to do something that like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I get to, not, I'm not going to say stretch as an actor because none of them are necessarily doing that all the time, but like they're more interested in like the creative aspect and the rock is more interested in the financial aspect, right. Of like making mm-hmm. money. And he just, he wants his paycheck and he, he wants, has, he wants to be that movie. franchise Viagra, yes, right. He wants to be exactly. the, he wants to be the, face on all of these franchises where like Batista, you even look at the movies he's picked. I mean, yes, he was in James Bond. He's in guardians of the galaxy, but he's in blue makeup or not. Yeah. Makeup and guardians of the galaxy. And he did. Yeah. And he did, you know, blade runner 2049. And I think he did one other like small, like he did like Stuber. Like he's not doing all huge movies like the rock. He's interested in doing interesting things, right? Like Stuber. Right. Like Struber. Yeah, of course. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, it, it, at least like he's he's like he's taking chances on different things. And where The Rock wants like he wants that number one movie, he wants to be in the big franchise, and that's it's more about his brand, right? Than right. Uh, necessarily. Uh... Well, and that's why I feel like this like he wouldn't fake a feud with Vin Diesel, yeah, because The Rock wants to have like a hundred percent approval rating, and so having a feud with Vin Diesel. I mean, I don't know if there's a lot of Vin Diesel stands out there, but you like you're pissing off a segment of right. people who are going to take Vin Diesel's side. Right. So like, I mean, he, he's, he tries to just be liked by everybody. 
Yeah, and I'm sure you know Vin Diesel has some uh, uh, territoriality with the franchise because this is his franchise. Yeah, first, and then, right? You're right. And then suddenly this guy shows up, and you know, it's suddenly kind of the you know the franchise of Viagra. The guy jumping right. in, and suddenly it's the best movie in the series, mm-hmm. and you know. But he is kind of playing the villain. I mean, he's not quite the villain in this. The villain is is Hector Salazar from Twenty Four right. Season Three, or Ramon Salazar. From you mean from Clear and Present Danger? Oh, he's also in Clear and Present. I mean, he's and, yeah, he's uh, and Desperado. He's uh he's one of those that guys. It's yeah, he's a that guy. What, uh, oh, he's in the Hitman's know? Bodyguard that just came out this uh, this week as well. Wait, I thought that was the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Um, or the Hitman's oh. bodyguard's wife, or the wife's. Bodyguard. Is that, is that a sequel? Because there's it a movie is, called The Hitman's is. Bodyguard from 2017. Yes, there is a sequel that uh, uh, okay. is coming so he's out. In the, he's in the first one, so maybe he dies. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I know him as the he was the bad guy in 24 season three, which is I never made it season three. I season, after season three, it goes down. Uh, although four and five have some moments, but one, two, and three are the are the top. That was a uh, people, tough time for me, television-wise, because for that, like, because that was pre-DVR for me. I did not have like a TiVo, which was what was popular mm-hmm. at the time. And I remember I, I made like a, 24 season one was like appointment TV for me, right? Like I was mm-hmm. watching it week to week, and I would make sure to be at my TV because you know I just had you know cable and no DVR. I was in high right. school, and then uh, season two was my first year in college, and it was very hard to be like in front of a TV on like whatever night it was at eight o'clock. Like, and I, I tried to make it through season two and I got like, well, and if you miss an episode of that show, exactly. you, you can't miss an episode exactly. of that show. Yeah. You can't so miss like a, a segment of that show or you'll be lost. Right. Um, yeah, that was, I watched a lot of those on DVD. We did like full day marathons where we would do the 24 hour marathon watching those. And then by the time season four rolled around, I think DVR or something, or maybe it was streaming at that point, you know, like on the, never right on demand or on like you know fox.com or something like that yeah yeah but um yeah if you i mean it's a lot of episodes but if you ever wanted to go back episodes. i would say get through season yeah. three if you're gonna okay watch it. okay um all so right so yeah so he's he's the villain um but the, the rock, rock is like, like anti, he's like an anti-hero in a way yeah. right like he's a he's an antagonist but like it's it, it again it's like the fugitive you're rooting for both of them in mm-hmm. a way um and he, yeah and by the end you kind of uh you know he lets him go at the end for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Hobbs, Hobbs makes a just huge mistake and lets this guy he's been chasing have 24 hours. Like he's not just going to get away in 24 yeah. hours. I mean, just poor judgment, bad mm-hmm. judgment call Hobbs. Yeah. Uh, so we're not even through the cold open to the cold open, but yeah, so everybody is free uh, <laughs> from, or everybody is, everybody's safe. Um, did not escape. The only one who escaped was Dom from that bus flipping over. Okay. Uh, Everyone else is dead is why. Yeah. Uh, we get back to we get back to Vince's, and it's, if you've been watching the movies in the last couple months, you will realize, oh, this is Vince from the first movie. He's back. He's been he's on back. the run, and he's back. Um, and he sets them up to do this train heist, which the train heist is what I always think is the opening to this movie. Right. Um, and the train heist, which is one of the all-time great scenes in, in this series, I think. It's great. It's a good. It's a good action scene. It's fun. Yeah. It's uh, it's got some. It's you know some stuff. Like that is pretty creative, I think. Stuff we haven't seen before, like the way mm-hmm. that they're getting the the cars off the train is is pretty cool. There's some cool cars in there, uh, and there's there's stuff happening story wise, right? Where like you're realizing, okay, these are different guys they're working with. They have different motives here. Like mm-hmm. there's some tension, and then things go awry, obviously. 
Yeah, I'm still not quite sure what happened. Like, how? Like, did Vince just screw up? Did Vince like double cross them and not think that they were gonna get like it was gonna turn violent? I'm I'm not quite sure how this all happened. Because then Vince is gone for most of the movie and then comes back later. I would have to watch it again, knowing that like, because you know Vince has a good exit from the series where he like he goes out as a good guy, right? So like, I would have to watch it again, knowing that he kind of redeems himself to like figure out his motivation early on. I think it's just, I think he just screws up, but, um, but obviously the other guys there are not on the level and right. So they're, I think they're all trying to get that convertible back. I mean, I know that's what they're trying to do because it has the financial information, not a convertible, not a convertible or whatever, not a no top, a topless car, whatever you want to call that. No, 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 no. There's, it's got a top. You're thinking of the Corvette. The Corvette is topless. That's the one they drive off the cliff, right? But the Ford GT. Oh, you're right. Yep. Okay. What they're yep. after. Yeah. All right. The Ford. Yeah. So what was that? The second car is the one that has the the chip in it or the first car? Is the I black car or the blue car? No, no. It's the blue car. The GT40. Okay. That was the, the second one. That was the second yeah. car. Yes. The, okay. Um, so that's the one that uh, who drives. I think Mia drives that one off. I yes. Believe. Mia drives okay. it off. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, you know, that car obviously is valuable because it has that microchip in there, which has all of the information for where uh, Reyes's money is hidden. It's all his yes. financial information. So uh, I'm guessing the cars must have just gotten impounded, even though he owns basically the entire city of Rio de Janeiro. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how this car, that car got, got mm-hmm. picked up in the first place. But yeah. I guess the DEA is there on the train. Did the DEA, like... It, but they don't have jurisdiction. Are you, yeah. Sounds like the DEA might be uh, at your door. The DEA is, uh, is crying. <laughs> Uh, yes. And we're back. And, all right. So the DA we think might be on the train. That's why they had the cars there. Um, yeah. Any other any other points on this? We've uh, you know the we got the big train opening, very like Mad Max Fury Road. You know, very sandy, deserty. Yeah, I would just say that like if if it wasn't for the the kind of like jailbreak scene at the beginning. The like the cliff jump after would be the like the most ridiculous part of the movie, right? Of like <laughs> yeah. flying off a cliff and like and then just bantering after they hit the yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. Um and then they immediately get taken by uh Reyes's men. So um yes. chained up. And again, this is a scene that um I forget is in this movie actually. I for some reason thought this was coming in four, and so it was surprising okay. we didn't see it in four, and uh it was just in this one. Um does not really do much due diligence to make sure that they can't escape. No. Like, Reyes just leaves them and he like standard villain uh, shit. Yeah. Like, like Reyes, you know, we talked about some, you know, we talked about like the villains we liked and didn't like when we did the James Bond series. Um, Reyes really kind of an afterthought in this movie. Yeah. He's, he's, he doesn't make, I mean, the actor's great. He's, he's kind of like you said, he's a, that guy villain actor. We've seen mm-hmm. him a bunch, but like, yeah, he's, you know, he he does enough, but he's not like super memorable. Right. It's really this like, movie is it's the Rock who fills that role, right? Exactly. Yeah. This is the this is the Dom versus Hobbs. Yes. Um, movie really, and um, you know we we just get kind of a in wrestling like oh we got a triple threat match really between these three, but one of the men is just kind of not not pulling his weight. Yeah, he's so, there as a plot device essentially, but not too much of a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we get, uh, I have written down chase scene. I don't know which chase scene this was, but, 
this was uh, I don't know. Is there anything memorable in this chase scene? Was this one where? Is it uh, to the favela? Is it which? It, which is it when? Uh, have we been introduced to Hobbs yet? Oh, this is yeah. No, this is. So I was thinking car chase. What am I going? Yeah, this is. So this is when Hobbs. Yeah, when Hobbs catches them, and we have yeah. the foot chase, not the car chase. chase. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So everybody, everybody scrams, um, and then but Reyes's men are there as well. So again, we're getting that like triple threat. Three parties all all in a war right now, um, but. This is what makes Hobbes think that that uh, Dom and his family are the ones that are going after him. But they have to escape. Mm-hmm. They run away. Um, and, you know, we, we get another great line after in the scene after this one when Hobbes says, uh, uh, here's what, like he's talking to, um, you know, one of the people on his team. And they say, I, you know, I don't know what makes sense. And he says, here's what makes sense. And just throws the paper. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, and this is where he he realizes that they're able to match the car plates too, because they do get they do get that car after the computer chip has been taken out. Right. Um, they get that car, and the, and then they decide that they're gonna they're gonna also try to monitor Reyes and figure out you know how many times he shakes it when he goes to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, um, and uh, we've got the beginning of uh, Elena feeling uh, a little bit of sympathy for Dom. Right. She takes his yes. necklace. Yeah. And you see, there's going to be a little bit of a, a connection between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not yeah. her necklace. That's Letty's necklace, but she's going to take or, it. Yeah. Yeah. Her ne- yeah. Letty's necklace. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dom, Dom like keeps it. But yes, that was, right. that was Letty's necklace, yes. which I feel like it's gotten bigger since Letty it, wore it. Or, or Vin Diesel got smaller. Oh, maybe. Um, but on, on Elena, it looks pretty big. Yeah. That's a huge necklace. Right. Yeah. It's big. Um, at some point, we also have had the reveal that Mia is pregnant with Brian's kid. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The family is getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they're going to have a little one behind the wheel. So, uh, little Brian Jr. I uh, can't wait for Fast 20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, this this leads to a uh, just one of the all-time great conversations in cinema history. The tell me about your father. Yeah, the father scene. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so you know, Dom's Different father things. just yeah. Dom's Great father guy. just seems like the best person ever. Like yeah. he makes a big barbecue for the whole neighborhood, but only if you go to church. If you didn't That's go to church. That's a little judgmental. That's a little judgmental. Yeah, but, what if you went to synagogue? Yeah, yeah exactly. What I was gonna say, like, yeah, what if you went to synagogue? What if, uh, what if you're you're a good person but you're a non-believer? I mean, yeah. Mr. Toretto, you don't have to be so. Uh, prescriptive with your well dom did grow up in the dominican republic so i think there's probably not very many jews in the dominican republic non-believers though i don't know there was one there was one and he was just really upset that he never got that barbecue (laughs) yeah um i think actually vin diesel might be jewish am i making that up i think you're making it up but let's go with it yeah (laughs) i think he maybe he's part jewish um i don't know i think i've heard that before um all right well after after we get this you know the talk about about fatherhood um, we didn't get much about Brian's father, did we? Well, he doesn't know anything about him. That would be why he we didn't get anything. Said, yeah, I don't, I don't know who he was. Like, mm. I mean, I think, right? I mean, he just, he didn't have a relationship with him at least. Yeah. Yeah. So daddy issues, um, seems to come up on my other podcast a lot as daddy issues, uh, with a movie ladder podcast movies we've covered have had lots of daddy issues lately. Really? Is that you're just laddering to different, like, no, that's like the random like through line between a lot of these movies that we've talked about. Like, we're like, Oh, this is like one with a shitty father. And this is another one with a shitty father. Are you, are you only watching Steven Spielberg movies? <laughs> no, okay. uh, we've, uh, the only one, the only Steven Spielberg movie we've done is Raiders of the Lost Ark, which we did last year. 
Hmm. And he doesn't get to his daddy issues till the third one. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, now now we're getting to the good stuff because now they got to put the team together. They are going to yep. steal all of the. They figured out where all the money is that Reyes has. Yes. And they um, are going to they are going to put their team together. And I wrote down all the different roles that they need. They need a chameleon. Mm-hmm. They need a fast talker. Yeah. They need someone who's good with circuits. <laughs> Circuit City. Yep. <laughs> they need someone who can punch through those walls. Yeah. Utilities and weapons. And two precision drivers, guys that don't crack under pressure. You know guys we got that. Don't lose. Yes. So, um, and we're seeing everybody come back. So we're seeing, yeah. uh, we're seeing Tej come back. He's the circuit guy. We're seeing Giselle come back. We're seeing Roman come back. We're seeing Don Omar's character uh, along with Tego. So they're like the buddies. Yeah. Rico, Rico and Tego, who we saw at the beginning of um, of uh, Fast and Furious, the fourth movie. Also, we saw them in Los Bandoleros, the mini movie that we watched. Mm-hmm. That I watched. I still uh, have not watched it. I need to yeah. do that still. Um, we see Han popping back up. He also was in the opening for uh, for the fourth movie. Yeah, they just so. keep, they can't they can't keep he's. You can't keep a you can't keep him dead. Yeah, he's he's hungry. They're just gonna he's hungry keep, for more. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna keep pushing uh, Tokyo Drift into the future. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he eventually will get to Tokyo, which you know. He keeps talk, he keeps talking about it. What yeah. I like about this heist team is that it's it had to be a little bit reverse engineered from the other movies, right? So it's like, it, typically a heist team has a driver. And this heist team is all drivers where they had to like think of other things they could be good at. Like, all right, this is our fast talker. Yeah. It's, sure. Tej can be good at circuits. Like, yeah, we're technically all drivers, but they needed like, like they've got B skills too. Um, who was the guy who's going to punch through the walls? I don't feel like we got, I mean, I guess maybe that's is like, that not, is that not Giselle? I thought Giselle was a chameleon or was Han the chameleon. No, Han's the chameleon. He can okay. apparently he can blend in everywhere, but like I, I feel like I don't know, an Asian guy in Rio is not blending in as well <laughs> yeah. as they think he is. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, I no, I because Giselle there talked about like just the person who can get stuff done or something, mm-hmm. right? Like right. like the utility. I guess yes. utilities and weapons was uh was Don Omar and yeah. Diego. Yeah. So I guess she's I guess she is the one who can punch. I think so. Yeah. She's Wonder Woman, so that makes sense. Uh, yeah, she is. It's uh we're getting a little bit of a romance building yes, still. Her her and her and Han. Did you see that one coming? I did. Well, I mean, they they hinted at it in the fourth one, but then I, I also still knew that Michelle Rodriguez was coming back because that was just something that I knew from as a spoiler, but like, you know. I, I feel like we're going to get some tension here in the future, maybe. Oh, you mean uh, romance between uh, Giselle and Dom? Yes, because they... Uh, yeah. And yeah. Well, obviously, obviously, Han has a little bit of a thing for her later, but like... Right. Uh, I mean, it's... You're right. Oh, wait, no. I guess that was the fourth one I'm thinking of then. Yeah, they had tension in the fourth you're one. Right, in right. this one, it's Dom and Elena. Yes. Oh, no, no, you're right. Okay. Yeah. You're right. And Han and Giselle. I mean, there might be a little tension at the beginning, but Han and Giselle are like making out as he's driving on the Autobahn. I totally forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You'll get to that. on. The, it's going to pop up in about 15 minutes on the movie you're watching on your screen. Yep. Oh, uh, right now, if you'd like to know, um, uh, The Rock has stopped 
Dom and Brian with a uh, a vault of what he thinks is full of money next to him. So oh, we'll find out if there's money in that. Uh, you, I hope you have that stop button ready to go so you don't your thing doesn't start <laughs> auto playing six. Yeah, uh, that it, could also be like our timer. It's like we have until the credits stop and then we have to stop talking about this movie. Oh God, well, we don't have a lot of time then. Um, yeah, we have to go really fast. Uh, we won't do that. Right. Um, so, I, I I forgot. I remember Dom had a had a little fling in this movie. And I mean, it's good that you remembered that he had a thing for her in the fourth movie, because I was like, as I was watching this and I was only a month ago and I'm like, wait, what happened in the fourth movie? Like which of these characters were in the fourth movie versus yeah. the other ones? So um, that's right. It was Elena. Cause they have the scene later where they, they connect over the people mm-hmm. they've lost. Yep. He doesn't realize his person he lost is not lost. Um, he don't, he'll find out maybe. And Han falls in love with Giselle when he sees her drift, of course. Um, mm-hmm. I think between that and the scene on the beach, I think are the two. Yes. Yeah. He falls for her mind and her skills when he sees her drift. And then he falls for her body when he sees her on the beach. Yes. I think it's probably the way that goes. Uh, so yeah, gang's all back together. We're getting lots of hugs. It's like a, you know, it's like the end of church. Everybody's just yeah. giving lots of, everybody loves each other. Everybody's excited to see each other, razzing each other a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's great. I mean, it's great. It's so good to have Tyrese back. I that Roman character is so good. Uh, I was him and his his chemistry with Ludacris, especially. I feel like Roman and uh, Roman and Brian don't have quite the same chemistry. They had Too Fast, Too Furious, but no, it's really it's, picked up for between him and Tej now. I mean, they had to go back to the the kind of the the Brian and Dom bromance. So right. I think Roman got pushed over to Tej to be his his kind of. Uh, you know, He's not a fan of spinoffs. Wait, he might not. He might not like being like a wingman spinoff. I mean, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Um, I do think too, you know, if we wanted to, if we wanted to think of like the canon, right. Brian probably hasn't been in Miami in 10 years. Yeah. It's been a and, while. Right. Cause he's been on the run. And so Roman and Tej are both in Miami. They probably like see each other at different yeah. functions. And so they, yeah. they've developed this chemistry together. It's like when your friend introduces you to another friend, you become better friends with that person than the friend who introduced you. It's like, awkward then later like, when that other person comes back in. Oh, like uh, you mean like Lisa Marvin for us? What if she hears this, Zach? What if <laughs> well, she hears it? Could, thank you, Lisa, for introducing me to Mac. And now Mac and I are better friends than you and you and me are. Thanks for listening, Lisa. This is really yeah, nice. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, good luck with everything going on for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? So the gang's back together. Um, and uh, what happens after this? So this is a uh, great question. Um, since I just watched this. <laughs> oh, this is when they go in nature. I, I have, all I have written down is tell your boss who did this. And I'm like, I don't remember the context for that, but I do now. Um, they go and they rob Reyes. Yes. And they light uh, up the money. They light all the money on fire. They want to send a message. They want to spook Reyes into moving all of the money to one centralized location. So they don't have to rob 10 different banks at once. Yeah. And now, now, all right. They burn real money, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's what I, all right. I watched the movie. I'm like, okay, they're they're burning the real money. It's very Joker in Dark Knight, right? But oh, like, true, yeah. yeah. It, it occurred because you know, they're burning it as an investment, right? It's an investment mm-hmm. getting yep. the other money. But when I was, you know, it, it's been a couple of weeks since I watched the movie, and I was looking at the wiki page to just kind of refresh my memory. And in the Wikipedia page, it says they burned fake money. I'm like, I 
I think that it was I, real don't want, money. I don't want to argue with Wikipedia because Wikipedia right, no, obviously yeah. has a great track record of always being right. No, I think that someone just edited it wrong. Like it's that's the real money. That's right. what maybe I mean, maybe the, maybe the movie they used fake money. I don't think the movie they actually burned real money, but I hope that they didn't just burn yeah. the real money for yeah. the movie. But unless we find out in like you know maybe Fast Nine, there's going to be a, a flashback scene where we find out that the you know mm-hmm. I, that would be great. I'm hold on, just give me five minutes while I go edit Wikipedia real fast. Yeah. <laughs> fix this uh, uh well actually um i don't know yeah whoever's listening you let us know if you i just watched this movie and i did not think that it was fake money um if there are any wikipedia editors out there please go fix that mm-hmm. yeah um so now they're watching they're watching all the money be centralized this turns uh they're calling out another franchise that maybe will be one that we do although uh we both watch this franchise a lot they say this is turned from mission impossible to mission insanity um, that's right yeah I think impossible sounds harder than insanity. It's true. Yeah. Insane is still possible. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I would rather do mission. Insanity He's just saying this impossible. mission just got a little bit easier. Right. Yeah. It's all in one place now instead of having to do 10 yeah. different robberies at once. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Tago has a great shirt on. Did you notice Tago's shirt in this scene? I, I maybe did at the time, but I can't remember it now. Remind it's, me. So, you know, we have The Rock. We have a former professional wrestling champion in uh-huh. this. Uh, and he's wearing a T-shirt with like an outline of like a WWE belt, like it's like uh, a graphic tee. I got it. Okay. Like over the shoulder. It's, I was hoping uh, you were gonna say it was like a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. Yeah. Oh, that would have been good too, or like a Triple H, like one of the one of the Rock's big, big, uh, um, big villains. Gold dust. Yeah, <laughs> yes, like gold dust costume. Uh, there will be other wrestlers who pop up in this series. I will tell you. Um, I won't tell you who, but there are some. Okay. Um. So, uh, yes. So, so now we get the um. You know, we get the replica of the safe being delivered to the yep. gang at their hideout. Um. Which seems like that would like that in itself would be really hard. How do you get a replica of a safe? And obviously they throw it away with a line like, "What was that? Like I had a life before you met me." But like mm-hmm. getting a replica of that safe seems like a pretty tall order. Yeah. Watching it and have knowing how the movie ends. The replica of the safe does not at all come into play, except that they have the fake safe. And yeah. that's like a big twist at the end of the movie. So, did, I mean, I know you've seen parts of the end of this movie, so maybe you knew it was going to happen. I did. But, yeah. like, would that have given it away for you that, like, they have, like, why do they have a safe? They never, they don't replace the safe. They act well, like that's what they're going to do. They, they, they use it to make sure that they can open it. Right. So like, it's just like a to try, like, or to try and figure out how to open it, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's definitely there as a, is a plot device to to make sure it's there for the end. But mm-hmm. um, and yet, to answer your question, I did sadly know that that was going to happen because um, I had seen I think two scenes from this movie. One was I had seen part of the train heist, and I remember them driving off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my roommates years ago, when the movie came out, my roommates had rented it and were watching it, and I remember that. And then I I you know probably went to my room and came back you know an hour and a half later. And I remember seeing the, the whole, the chase at the end and I knew, and I saw the switcheroo scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the whole time I knew that was happening, unfortunately, but yeah, well, I mean, that's a great plan. It's very, very well thought out, very well timed. Um, and very well timed. Yeah. Um, you know, but the safe, it's got a palm print reader in addition to a, a code that you have to enter in. Yeah. Um, and, um, so, you know, we've got a, We've got to get some more, you know, we've got to do a little bit more recon, right? We've got to check with the security cameras and make sure that they're able to drive 
uh, and not be caught by the security cameras. So we get a nice montage of everybody that's, trying yeah, to drive. That's a fun sequence of everybody yeah. like trying to beat the cameras. Yeah. Um, and before yeah. that, before that, hold on, we got to mention that uh, Dom and Brian go to get some fast cars, right? And so they show mm-hmm. up to the street racing scene, and then we don't see the street race, which is, I think, a, kind of a big deal in this franchise. That like, yeah, it is like a turning point. Did that bother you that they didn't show no, the street race? I was very relieved that they didn't show the street race because <laughs> I've seen four movies of street races, and I don't need to see that these guys are the best again. And I kind of liked that it just cut to them having one. You know, it's, you know, it, this, like, you know, like we've said, this is, this movie is a transition where, like, it's not a street racing movie anymore. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a heist adventure movie. And, um, uh, I, I like that they just kind of, like, cut to the, oh, I was going to say cut to the chase. They cut past the chase. Yeah. Um, they, they cut to the championship. Yeah, exactly. So we didn't, we didn't need to see it happen. We know, we know they're good racers. We know they're going to win. Like, they just yeah. kind of, it was a good gag, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do see a race later on in the in the movie. But at least that race is only between four characters that we actually care about, not some random dude. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, before that race, actually, uh, we do also get the uh, your favorite scene. We were talking about it before we got on the bathroom explosion scene. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great so, yeah. So Classic. Tego and uh, Don Omar's character Santiago is that his name? Um, what is his name? Santos. Santos. Rico Santos. Yeah, he should have just gone by Don Omar. Um, also a rapper. He did the song at the end of the movie, um, which will also like be the end of this podcast. Right now on mute. Yeah, yeah, great, great song. Um, so they have to explode out the uh, they have to explode the pipes under the police station in order to get into the bathroom to drill a hole into the safe. Um, I, that I don't really understand what the plan of of that was. Well, they got to hook up the safe to the, the thing, right? Like to, to the car to pull it later. Right. Oh, so that, is that just making like holes so they can grab? Oh, they're like putting the. Yeah, uh, so yeah they're the putting the cables on there. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, it's amazing that no one heard them with all the heavy machinery. Like they're literally pulling out walls mm-hmm, yeah. as janitors. But and, I, mean, and they had to do it I wouldn't want to go near that bathroom. Yeah, they would have to do it on both sides as well. Um, or I guess they could have put two on this on the one side of the safe. Maybe that's what they did. Um, I'm going to assume that's the case. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so we don't get the race. Then we get the scene with the uh, they have to get the handprint from Santo. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have. Yep. So that's when we get Giselle going and, and she's going to do a she's got to have a woman to do the man's job. That's right. She says or don't set a man to do a woman's job. I think is what she says uh, and calls out. Han could have been a man's job. Eating. Could have been a man's job. Yeah, it, it depends on what. Yeah, what uh, Reyes wants. It's, yeah, could have been. Could have been Han doing it, but. Yep. Um. So she gets it by uh, having him touch her bathing suit, and that that is enough. She, like, did <laughs> her, she have something? Her bathing suit area. Yeah. Yeah. Does she have something like on her to capture his his handprint, or is just yeah. like is he no, just like sweaty it, enough that it? No, it was like black light stuff, right? That mm-hmm. like, uh, I think you can only see under a black light and she coded but you would her think like yeah, yeah i guess he's the only one who touched that um i think it would have been better if it was like she had suntan lotion on her back and he touches her back and that's where they get the fingerprints from <sighs> you need to like touch something oily to get the mark of the, the engravement but i think i think it was it was whatever she coated her bathing suit in 
Right. So she must have put some oil or something on her bathing suit. And also, t- yeah, touching her back isn't as is, like the gag is that he grabs her butt. Right. Like right. that's kind of like and then we ha- they, obviously they we, we get, get the, the, the banter. We get the yeah. banter later. Yeah. From Tej um, and Tej, smart guy, he knows that he's got to, you know, not only scan the handprint, but he's got to reverse it because otherwise, what he scanned is going to be the reverse of the handprint. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and we get why they bring him in for the big bucks. Then we go to the arrest scene where Hobbs is going to try to arrest Dom, and we get the this is Brazil. This is Brazil, and and we got like the guy that that Dom and Brian beat in the street race earlier, who's. You know, I guess just out of respect is kind of backing them still, you know. Yeah. My question for that, I guess it's that guy is just backing them because they've won these races, probably yeah. gotten multiple cars off of this Legends. guy because they do have a lot yeah. of cars. They, they do. They win a few cars from him, yeah. Yeah. Um. So these guys are just all like support for him because yeah. he has a lot of people that are that are pulling guns on Hobbs. Yeah, he's he he's uh he's got a big fan base in Brazil very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's become the king of Brazil, which um, you would think Reyes would take note of that. And w- it would be easier for Reyes to find uh, to find him and know that these guys, these guys are stirring up trouble. He's the king of Brazil. He needs to Don't take out the family. It. Don't question it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that this is when we they talk about the, the invisible cars and they're still mm-hmm. trying to beat the camera doing all of that that training montage uh and they realize the invisible cars they can get are police cars so they boost some police cars yeah uh, and this is when roman is on the loudspeaker saying that once we do this heist like right over the loudspeaker and nobody seems to care over the police <laughs> loudspeaker. that's right i forgot i forgot yeah. about that yeah, yeah. The, uh, uh, yeah the radio yeah mm-hmm. yeah over the police radio so they're gonna do the million dollar quarter mile and they say you only live once yolo yeah, except it's not. You only live twice. Is the uh, that's the title of the movie they were meaning to reference. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dom lets Brian win. So as a let's gift him win. A new father, let's him yeah. win. Allegedly, yeah. that's that's what they say. Um, and we'll see. They they have a rematch later on in the movie. Um, yes. Uh, Vince returns, and we get Vince once again back. Uh, the only two things I have written in my notes about Vince over all the movies we've watched are. Back at Vince's at the beginning of this movie, and <laughs> Vince is back at this point in this movie. <laughs> oh, actually, I do have another. I, have, I also have Vince has a kid uh, later yeah, on. Hold on. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so so Vince is back. He wants some redemption. He wants to help yeah. them. He says he made a mistake. He didn't He didn't mean to either uh, pick the wrong people or, or screw them over. Um, but uh, before they can have too much of a reunion... Hobbs shows up um, that Hobbs was uh, they had put a tracker on Hobbs's car when he tried to arrest them and That's Hobbs right. found the tracker. They were all ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Hobbs shows up. He had he had actually made them think that he was on the other side of town. He was right. So he like he gets in the way of the plan. They're about to start doing the robbery. Gets in the way. Yep. We gets got our big way. fight. Yeah. Big fight. Yeah. Uh, who big. do you think won the fight? Oh, I mean, I think I think Vin Diesel wins the fight, right? Like, and yeah, again, it's been a couple of weeks, but like, I should rewind because right now the credits are playing. But um, it's, I want to say Vin Diesel won, right? He Am yeah, right? he's on top of him, and he yeah. has the wrench, which they've talked about him with a wrench mm-hmm. before that he can mm-hmm. damage with a wrench. Yep. Um, and Mia calls him off. Mia says, "Stop, stop, right. stop." 
Um, it's his franchise. And, he gets to win. Yeah. He gives himself up, so they get arrested. Um, and they're being transported. And then we got a really great shootout, like a Sicario-esque shootout in the street. Yeah. The Rock, um, I got to just go back to that fight, though. Like, it's a pretty cool fight. Like, mm-hmm. it's very intense. They're breaking through walls. They're, like, smashing everything. Yeah. The Rock is just glistening with, with butter or something. And he's, mm-hmm. he's just, Oil, like, yeah. he is just completely oiled up mm-hmm. in a way that Tommy Lee Jones would never have been able to pull off. Um, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones would not have survived this fight. No. <laughs> I would like someone to go with like, you know, with, with some, like a deep fake of switching Tommy Lee Jones into this movie. I was, but, that was uh, wonderful. <laughs> but it, it was, I just, it's a well-staged fight. It was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of building towards it the whole time. Like which of the beefy brawny heroes of the movie is going to win. Um, and, uh, and yeah, uh, it's. Dom wins, but can't finish the job. Right. So. Exactly. And which is good. Cause if he, if he like, killed Hobbs at this point, that would have been a, that would have been very shocking. Not yeah, that would have been very, that would have been a dark, dark middle to this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, but of course, Dom can't do anything actually bad, right? Like he no. can't, he couldn't actually, you know, he yeah. could punch him a little bit, but the crook with um, the gold, right? Exactly. So, um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of yada yada the big fight scene, but we get uh, as many, you know, Sorry. giant fist fights in this movie as we get, uh, as we get car chases, or yeah. like, you know, car races, not car chases. Car so this, this, we do get lots of car chases. We don't get a lot of car races. Um, in that car race scene that we had right before this, too, um, I think that was like very well choreographed. Yeah. For this series. Like it was a pretty exciting car race. It didn't last too long, I didn't think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're weaving in and out of cars, although it does feel like traffic just kind of disappears at one point. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Um, and, uh, and Roman is definitely in fourth place in that race. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, so yes, we get a uh, we get all of our heroes are arrested. They're in the back of Hobbs's like armored Humvee. Yeah. And the Humvee is is assaulted by Reyes's men. Um, they shit goes they, down. Yeah, they shoot all of the red shirts basically. All yep. of the like, all, like Hobbs has his own team in this that kind of mirrors Dom's team. Like yeah. he even has like people in the same kinds of roles. Right. Um, but Hobbs's team outside of Atlanta gets completely taken out. Yep. So, Bizarro family. Yep. And Vince gets shot. Uh, we don't find that out until they are uh, they escape. Um, but the uh, classic action movie reveal of right. like the the gunfight Bloody is over, gun. and then then you see that the blood dripping from one of the heroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Uh, he, quote unquote hero. I don't know. If, you know, Vince is Vince hasn't done. He's done more generous, bad than generous bad. use of the word hero. I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah. Um, welcome, he has redemption by the end of this movie. He does, yeah. Uh, but you know, great, great shootout. Elena, yeah. Elena frees Brian and and Dom and yep. Mia, so they can they can shoot everybody because they're expert shots. You know, they can take out this whole assault team, mm-hmm. uh, and they save Hobbs, and um, everybody gets away outside of Vince, who doesn't make it, or or uh, Hobbs's team, right? So, and but uh, we get yeah, we get back to the hideout, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this is when everyone's regrouping, right? And mm-hmm. and Dom's like, "No, fuck it, we're still doing this heist." Mm-hmm. And then we and get... Hob- Hobbs wants to help them for whatever yes. reason. Yeah, uh, you get like the you get like the crowd cheering moment of "I'll ride with you, Toretto." Right. And uh, uh, 
Yes, our, our our heroes finally come together. They're on the same side now against against Reyes. Yes, however briefly, yeah. Yes, but like, why is Hobbs helping? Uh, because he wants revenge at Reyes. Reyes killed his family. Reyes killed his men, and he realized, you know, like a um, I think he's turned a little, or he's he's not like he, you know, he's he's not a uh, a sentimental dude, right? He tells. Yeah. Dom earlier, like your name came across my desk. He's just a guy who does his job, right? But right. I think he's been won over a little bit by seeing how the family operates and like, you know, realizing that Dom could have killed him and chooses not to. And then uh and then of course when his team gets wiped out, he wants revenge against this guy. He realizes these guys have a good plan on how to do it. I'm gonna get in on it. Yeah. So I get all of that. What I don't get is okay. why is he helping steal this money if at the end of the movie he's just gonna be like, You can't have the money. Oh, because like, he's just he, he's just trying to steal the money for the for the U.S. to have it instead of Dom, basically. Just so that race doesn't have it. I think he just wants to fuck over race. Yeah. All right. Like, um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. It's he wants he wants to break that dude. Uh huh. Even if uh, yeah, it's for yeah. different motivation. Right. And his his plan is he's just he's gonna let them go, but he's not gonna he's not gonna let them have the safe. Yeah. Um, exactly. And he's gonna let he's gonna let them destroy all of Rio, but uh, not gonna let them take the safe. It's a so, very dangerous plan these guys yeah, have. Yeah, it's this. This. I mean, this is why I'm just like trying to rush to this point because this is when we get. This is when this movie gets wild. This is like the most memorable thing from this movie for me. Like everything that happens before this is like fun. It's you know, it, it, you have good chemistry, you have great characters, but you know, the action in this movie is not you know the four cop cars in a car race. Like the action in this yeah. movie is the last twenty minutes or last fifteen minutes right. of this movie, which uh, is the theft of the safe. Yeah. So. Uh, Yes. So um, Hobbs drives his Humvee through the wall of the police station and <laughs> Brian and Toretto hook up their uh, their Dodge cars, which I drive a Chrysler. So it's like similar to a Dodge. I felt like I drive You're a similar practically, car. You are practically yeah. in the crew. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hook up their hook up their cables to the back of their Dodge cars. And what a great advertisement for Dodge. They are able to pull the safe out of the police station using these two cars. That's the and that's the thing I remember from literally walking past like the den of my house and seeing this scene and being like, wait, the cars are pulling this like two ton safe. All right, sure. And then walking away. Um, And they were like, no, 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 trust us. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) And it is. I mean, so what do you think? Is it cool? Did you like it? Yeah, I I mean, I, I liked it. It um. The thing that oh I liked I mean the movie yes uh that the, no, the this the, per, this the, particular scene yeah the idea that the cars would pull a safe is pretty crazy but it's not crazier than like other stuff that has happened in the movie so it's consistent yes. at least with like the idea of you know the 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 bus crash in the beginning and the the cliff jump and all that stuff it's it's mm. right in there um in the movie's wheelhouse but um uh it it reminded me immediately of. I, what we talked about in the James Bond episodes of the Pierce Brosnan Bond movies, where there there became like a theme in the Brosnan movies that carries over a little bit into the Craig movies of complete and utter disregard for civilian casualties, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's it, it they don't like it, it, as long as it's in the service of the action, anything goes, right? So mm-hmm. like you know they're dragging this safe through the streets of Rio. It is smashing buildings. It's taking out cars, like mm-hmm. definitely killed entire families with this yes. safe is it's like smashing into things. And, uh, at it, worst you paralyze some people like 
Or at, at best, you paralyzed. At best, yeah. yeah. At best, you paralyzed. At worst, people. you've taken out like generations of families. And, <laughs> yeah. And, All it, to steal money from a drug dealer that Hobbs is like, they're not actually going to get to steal it. I'm going to, you right. know, like I'm going to, I'm going to just lock it away at like Fort Knox or whatever. So it is like it's one of those action movie scenes where you have to kind of turn off your brain a little bit and just enjoy the choreography of it. Right. Like enjoy the fun of it and and not think too hard about it. Right. Which is what I'm able to do, except when it goes through the bank. I think when it goes through the bank is when I'm really like, yeah, okay, that's just people in their banking. Like this isn't people trying to stop them. This isn't Reyes's crew. It's the moment like when. Pierce Brosnan drives his boat through the restaurant. You're like, wait, just, there's people dining here. Like, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing? Like, you don't need to do this right now. Yeah, it's um, you know, this came out a couple years before Man of Steel, and I feel like Man of Steel was kind of the apex of like action movies that just kill everybody, and then they started making movies Man about like movies. consequences for that, yeah. right? You see, Age of like, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, so you get, you know, you get these consequences that are like you know, Batman versus Superman or yeah. um, Captain America Civil War, where now they're having repercussions yeah. for, for these kinds of things. But it, in 2011, it was just like, nah, anything goes. Like, especially with this franchise, they were like, right. like yeah, kind of bigger than the last one. Age of Ultron has like, when uh, in the climax there, you see the heroes like uh, concerned about civil- civilian casualties, right? So they're t- at least they're talking about it, which I feel mm-hmm. like at the time was a direct... Uh, response to Man of Steel, and you right. saw like because you saw Captain America, like oh we have we we need to take care of the civilians, like we need to get them to safety and that kind of thing. And then of course in in Civil War, you see like the consequences of them not fully succeeding in that. And and yeah, this was like this was right around the time when it was just anything goes and right uh, and fuck those people. Exactly. Yeah, they they deserve. It. They should have been in the bank. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, also like the, you know, it's like very violent when, you know, the cars crash into the safe. I mean, the safe is used. I was trying to think like what weapon it reminds me of, like maybe like a mace, where right. it's like a really big object on the end of like a rope. yeah, yeah, a um, flail of some kind, like a nunchuck, right. and yeah. it's just go yeah, like a nunchuck, it's just going back and forth, and then eventually the car ends up being that the you know the the safe is the weight, and the car ends yes, up the flying. Car gets and, pulled, yeah, yeah, um, Which and is really you, cool. yeah, it's it's just like it's but. It, when you can get past like the insanity of it, and I do love the insanity of it. Yeah. It is so I, I, it's such a fun scene to watch. Like I just had the biggest smile on my face watching this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, the, so we get the big safe. Um, I don't know if there's any other like major moments outside of, you know, what we don't see that we end up seeing in flashback in this scene. Um, just, you know, kind of craziness and smashing and destruction. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Ford Explorers. I noticed the cops drive the old, like boxy Ford Explorers that yep. people drove when I was in high school. Cops drive those nowadays too in DC. Really, those like Ford boxy Explorers. Ford Explorers? No, they drive like oh. the like newer ones. Yeah, well, they're still Ford Explorers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not like the not that model. Like that model is like the '97 model. I yeah, think. right. Yeah. So, um, I can find out. Hold on. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, then, uh, you know, Hobbs and I guess they. Brian gets away. You know, Dom tells Brian to go. He's got a child to raise. Dom tries to stop, uh, stop you're Reyes. Very, you're very close. That's a 98 Ford Explorer. 98 Ford Explorer. See, yep. All right, cool. I've got, I've got the list of vehicles in the movie pulled up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know my, I know my Ford Explorers. It was probably Dude. the Eddie Bauer edition, even. Oh, they had the, the Eddie Bauer edition of Ford Explorers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Other seats. So, 
So we do get a very cool stunt where the safe is the weight. It's like, yeah. and Dom stops and, and jumps out of the car and the car goes flying right into, uh, right into Reyes's car. Pretty awesome. Smashing them, not killing them though. Um, and Reyes is, gets to kill him. Yeah. Reyes is number one man gets killed. And then the rock walks out and just shoots Reyes right in the head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cold blooded, but you learn you know that, that he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't always play by the rules. Obviously, yeah, that's he's teamed up with with Dom's crew, so he, we know that. But then, yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he he work. decides he can't let them have the money. That would be going too far by letting yes. Dom's crew have the money. Um, so you know, then then all those people would have died and wouldn't have died in vain. If Dom's <laughs> crew gets the money. Right. Right. All the civilians. Yeah. So uh, so he lets them go. He tells them to make make peace over the next twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, these are guys who are very good at driving fast. Maybe give them like two minutes to make I mean, peace. He, he literally said in his opening scene, he's talking about Dom's crew and he says, under no circumstances, let them get into a car. Right. Yes. And he says, you can have 24 hours in a car. I'm yeah. sure they will just be waiting for you. Yeah, uh, exactly. They're not they're not running away. Yeah. Um, so he lets them leave. But, you know, of course, before so, he gets a chance, know, to let he them knows, leave. but he knows he knows they're going to get away. And it's that's his repayment mm-hmm. for for teaming up you know that's his like okay that this is my like uh you know olive branch to you for us being on the same team briefly well and what's actually nice about that is that is the same thing that brian does for dom in the first movie yeah that's dom get away it's the same and thing that john that utah does for but uh um well, in all of this madness, the safe door somehow was able to be opened. Uh, it just popped open while they were driving yeah. through the city, which I guess makes sense. It was uh, sure. it was hitting a lot of things. It's and he op- yeah, opens up the safe door, and there's nothing inside. So Ooh, they double crossed him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we get a flashback of the of the moment when it happens yes. when they go under an overpass. Perfectly you, timed. You yes. hear the comment um, from from Mia, who is who's the girl in the chair. Uh, giving the the info, yeah, of like, yeah, yeah you got time. ten seconds to yeah, ten seconds to drop to it, yeah, yeah, genius, yeah, it's great. Um, so yeah, the safe is empty, but then we. I like the... Okay, hold on, just for a second. Yes. They do the switcheroo there, but then presumably there's still another car driving through town, like trying to inconspicuously drive around, pulling another safe. <laughs> like no, because the safe is in the garbage truck. You're, oh, never mind. You're they right. Put it, yeah. But the, the garbage truck is pushing another safe. Yeah. The garbage truck is pushing the the fake safe, which I guess is probably not that much lighter than the full safe because not the money really weighs that much yeah. uh, compared to a big safe. Yeah. So they load – they like money slingshot problem. the safe yeah. onto, the, right. onto the garbage truck and I then they, they hook that. onto the other one. Because then – yeah, you're right because uh, – because those guys are, are wearing the, they're even wearing the, um, the garbage, the garbage gear. Yeah, gear at the end. The, yeah. the uniform. Um, and what I also like about this too, is that in the major chase scene, it's really just Dom and Brian that are doing all the work. Like everybody else is kind of nowhere to be found yeah. when they're pulling the safe through the city. Yeah, the two guys that can't be beat. Yeah. Right. So then you find out like, oh, everybody kind of played a role in order yes. to make a swap happen. It wasn't just Dom and Brian, like what you thought. And it was a fun way to like to kind of circle back on the heist and show you what you didn't see in a way that like 
say uh, Ocean's Twelve does something similar, yep. where it's like where it's like, oh, the heist happened, you didn't even realize it. But in that movie, it's in a very like disappointing way because mm-hmm. you're like, uh, actually, I would have liked to have seen that happen in the movie, mm-hmm. not just like be told later that it happened. But in this case, it it makes sense and it's it's a fun reveal. And it's like ten seconds, like it's you're not seeing yeah. like. Yes. Like you're not seeing like here's how we did it. And yeah. For it. It's just it's literally like a 10 second scene. Right. So, uh, so then we start hearing Don Omar's song Danzo Kundo playing, mm-hmm. and uh, and we see Tyler. just a great moment when uh, when Taj or Tej starts opening the safe, and you're not sure if it's gonna work, although you you know it's gonna work, yeah. and he puts the handprint up to it, and the safe pops up, and you hear that like clank noise. And everybody just, you can see everybody's so relieved that the, the safe opens, they open it up, it's, it's money's falling all over the place. And, um, and that song, it just like, I, I, that's like that song, I, whenever I hear it, I just get so excited. It always takes me back to this <laughs> moment, this movie. Is it, uh, is it on your running mix? Uh, no, cause I don't listen to music when I run, but I do hear it sometimes. Like I've heard it at bars before. Sometimes I'll play it like, you know, if I have people over, um, okay. it's, it's on like my, my, Party, it's, like a, it's a good yeah. like pregame song. Exactly. Um, and so we see the money being handed out. We see Vince's kid gets a stack of money. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Don Amar and Tago go to go to uh, Monaco and we don't see the we don't see what happens with that. One puts on black, one puts on red. That's and right. Do you think it landed on green? Oh, yeah, it was going on green. Yeah. Those guys lost have, all their money. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I mean, that's a that's a terrible bet. They should have either picked red or black or none. But to do one on red, one on black, like the house is winning there. Yeah, At best for sure. You're, you're for getting sure. your money back. But but perfect for their characters who are always bickering and always at odds. You know, mm-hmm. like they would just yeah. blow their money that way. Yeah. So we see uh, we see Han and Giselle. They're driving on the autobahn right, right. earlier, uh, making out while they're driving that fast. Very, um, dangerous. very dangerous. Yeah. yeah very dangerous. Um, and Han kicking the can down the road a little bit longer. He says, I'll get, to, I'll get to Tokyo eventually. Yeah. He's like, I feel like going to Tokyo in like 2030. Yeah. Once flip phones like, are back in style. I feel like it's not a good idea. Like I, something bad could happen when I'm in Tokyo. <laughs> I feel like, uh, Can we open up an alternate timeline and he doesn't have to go? Like, is that what's going to happen here? Like, hopefully. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Like a multiverse thing. Yeah. Hopefully there's a multiverse. Or yeah. we find out he's got a twin brother also named Han. <laughs> yeah. A John. Han and John. Yeah. yeah. Um. Actually, maybe because he is uh, Han Lu, but he's also ca- called Han Solo sometimes. So maybe right. Han, maybe Han Lu Han is the one who dies and not Han Solo, name, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. We'll find out. Uh, maybe we'll find out. Who knows? Um, and then uh, yeah, we get a beach scene where Brian and Mia. Mia is very pregnant at this point, and Brian shows up. About Tej in, in Roman yet? Oh right, no, I didn't. I didn't even write that down. But yes, we have Tej's auto shop. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, they have the same car, you know, again, great just chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, Roma shows up in a a one out of four car and Tej has the same one. The only one in the hemisphere, yeah. What I want to know is, um, so earlier in the movie, we know that that Hobbs burns the entire crew, right? They're all wanted now. Mm -hmm. But Tej is opening up an auto shop, like, under his own name and, like, (laughs) Aren't you on like the FBI's most wanted list? Yeah, I was thinking about that because I was like, yeah, these people are like, it's, it's not hard to find them. Like especially right. Tej. It's yeah, it's, 
Yeah, I mean, like he's go like, after the rest the of the other words, you could say, all right, all right, Hans in the Autobahn, like he's probably laying low, but like he's mm-hmm. you know, he's traveling around like uh, yeah, the other guys are in, in what was it Monaco or like it, 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 right. it, it Tej is opening a business. He's doing <laughs> he's paying taxes. He's uh, oh, he's put down roots and I feel like that's going to bite him. Um, maybe I mean, Tej was doing the computer stuff though Tej wasn't out driving so maybe Tej isn't on isn't on Hobbs's radar yeah maybe he's got a new social security number and he's uh there could be multiple Tejs too yeah yeah Tej too yeah um but yes then we get to the beach and we get we get a very pregnant Mia with Brian walking down the beach um remember that moment of uh them walking down the beach together um this is a great like this is a, a a very nice scenic area um, and we get Dom show up and, uh, believe it or not, Elena is with Dom. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, based on what we're going to find out soon, might not want to be with Elena, but yeah, uh, like five minutes we're going to find yeah, out. Yeah. Um, they don't really make a big deal about that. He's showing up with the, with one of the cops that was chasing them. I would think that they would be a little bit more, uh, worried about this. Like, do we want to just let her here? Yeah. Maybe she quit her job. I mean, I mean she yeah, was I think in a very corrupt police force. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's true because she was working for the Brazilian police force. So. Yeah. And uh, now. Yeah, she doesn't work for the U.S. Marshals. She doesn't need to work anymore, right? I mean, Dom's got a shitload of money. None of them do. None. None of them need to do anything anymore. They don't ever have to drive a car again. They all have a yeah. ton of money. Yeah, I feel like she. Hopefully, she retired. Yeah. Um. And uh, and then you know Brian says he wants one last shot at Dom in that yep. race. They both have new cars. Mm-hmm. Dom has a new Dodge, and Brian has a new Nissan, which it seems yeah. like those are their those are their their makes, right? Like they brands, yeah. Yeah, Dom likes the Dodge, and and Brian's always driven Nissans. Um, I think after the everything that happened in uh in Brazil, I would drive a Dodge always because I was like, wow, this is the most powerful car that you can have. Why would you want to drive anything else? Yeah, you can pull a safe. Exactly. So, uh, yes, they they go on their race. See who's uh see who's gonna win this time, and we see it animated. We don't really see the race. It kind of goes as the credits are going. Yeah. Um, but it, they do both cross the finish line at the exact same moment in the credits. So as we, as they should. As we best do not friends have should. a winner exactly. Yeah. We still don't have a winner between the two of them. Um. Then we go in our mid credit scene to uh-huh. the diplomatic security service headquarters in Washington yes. D.C. Have you ever been there? I have been to Washington D.C. Yeah. Have you been to the Diplomatic Security Service headquarters though? Oh, of the course. DSSH. Yeah. I was there last week. Yeah. Dish Network. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Hobbs burning the midnight oil. Yeah. In walks Eva Mendez to say that she has something, and all he wants is he just see he's still hunting. This is the thing. He's still hunting Brian and Dom. Should have let he's him like, go, man. Yeah. He's like, I only want to know where they are. It's like you yeah. had them. You had them. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe he's more, maybe he's even more renewed trying to find them now that they screwed him over with the money. Although again, like you said, he could look up Tej and just go visit the Tej dispenser. The yellow pages. He's, or he's on Yelp. Like he's got reviews. Yeah. Probably could make Facebook pages around 2011 business. You could check check into his auto shop. (laughs) Yeah. Foursquare. Um, so, uh, now he's burning the midnight oil, but in walks, uh, in walks Monica Fuentes. Eva Mendez, who's back. Eva Mendez, yes. And she gives him a file, says that there's been some people who have been, uh, who did a job, and she has a picture he needs to see. He looks at the picture, 
And uh, of course, who does he recognize? Because he's met her so many times, but it's Letty. Letty is alive. She is alive. And do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that. I like we're getting into like paranormal shit here. Like hopefully we get some. Yeah. Crossover like conjuring Conjuring. universe. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Um, So. Yes, uh, I mean, that's Ortiz. a James Wan connection coming up, I know, so that makes oh, sense. Oh, true, yeah, James Wan is going to do the next movie. Yeah. Um, so I think he does he the next six? two movies. I know he's seven. No, 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 someone else is six, right? Is Justin Lin still doing so? Yeah, Justin Lin still does six. No, 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 no. he doesn't. Someone else does six. No, Fast Furious 6, directed by, directed by Justin Lin. All right, never mind, you win. Yeah, yeah, I Lin. Um, Wait, so, who does yes. eight? I think seven and eight were both done by James Wan. I no, eight someone else. James Wan is seven. Where is someone else? Fate of the Furious is I will look so you don't. Oh, F. Gary Gary. Yeah. F. F. Gary Gray. F. Gary Gary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. F. Gary Gray. I knew that. <laughs> F. Gary Gary. I mean, is that that <laughs> crazy of a mistake to make? <laughs> I mean, you really you added one letter, but it made it so much funnier. I did not add one letter. I swapped one. You letter. swapped. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> swapped two letters. <laughs> That's <laughs> it just makes me think of the Reverend Gary Wayne Gary from uh, yeah. Kimmy Schmidt. But yeah, it, it reminds me of uh, Veep, I feel like, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, F, F. Gary Gray. I always call him F. Gary Gary, by the way. I, that that was a completely natural screw up. Yeah, it's probably happened to him before. Uh, I would hope so. Yeah. Um, yes. So, yes, we get one more Justin okay. Lin. Fast, That's good. Fast period That's, six is, is I'm happy Justin about Lin. that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, do you think we're going to see Letty in Fast and Furious 6? Do you think that's a tease for the next movie? I would hope so. Otherwise, it's a really pointless uh, me crazy <laughs> scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yes, we'll, we'll see what happens in Fast and Furious 6. I won't say yeah. anything. I won't say who shows up or anything like that. And hopefully your your uh, streaming isn't running it right now. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not. I know. Yeah, I, I'm hoping for Jesse, too. Gotta gotta avenge Vince. <laughs> well, if we're getting into ghosts and stuff, like yeah, that's what that's kind of what I'm hoping for. The poltergeist situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited for uh, Fast and Furious 30 when we have uh, Brian's kid, we have Vince's kid, mm-hmm. um, and the ghost of Jesse. Yeah, right. Yeah, Jesse's like an Obi Wan Kenobi, like he's old, grizzled, teaching mm-hmm. them the ways of the Force. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Well, uh, overall, what'd you think? Did you have fun watching Fast Five? Of course. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Was yeah. it worth sitting through the... I mean, you know, the fourth one wasn't bad, and like there were some ups and downs on the first three. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, there's ups and downs. Um, it's interesting. So I mentioned, uh, I mentioned the fact that I was watching these movies on uh, a trivia thing I was doing, the trivia spotting with the, the film spotting uh, crew. They do their their monthly trivia spotting um, trivia contest and you know virtual trivia game. And I was talking to my team members, and we were talking about what we're watching recently. And I said I'm doing my uh, watch through of the of the Fast and Furious movies. And uh, before I could even say anything, or I, I mentioned that I had I was about to watch the fifth one at the time. I think, mm-hmm. um, and everyone's like oh, oh you made it to the good ones then you're great oh awesome you made it to the good ones and you know, just kind of a common refrain of people who've seen the series but then um you know when when they started getting into the ones i'd already seen at the time it was there was kind of a consensus among the group that like uh that 
people seem to kind of think the first one was okay. Uh, people hated the fourth one. Everyone in the mm. group said the fourth one was the worst of all of them. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, and then there was all this like love for Tokyo Drift. Like, oh, Tokyo Drift is so underrated. It's so underrated. Yeah. And I just like I I didn't even chime in because I'm like, well, we, I know we got a trivia game to play here. I'm not gonna like be Mr. Contrarian here, but yeah. like, Tokyo Drift is my least favorite, and the fourth one I thought was pretty okay. So yeah, um, and that's I mean that's the opposite of what I have. I have the fourth currently number one, not yeah. counting the fifth movie, right, and right. I have the third one at the end. Yeah, the, same the here. Bottom. And I don't like, I feel like that was conventional wisdom at the time they came out as well, probably. But like, I don't know, like over time, there's been a little bit of a reevaluation that I can't get on board with. But uh, I think the people who have that opinion, because that was kind of the way I thought until I watched, like if you watch them all in a row, I think four just is like such a step in the direction of five. Yeah, exactly. It's just, even if it's flawed it's just it's what the series becomes it's it's getting closer to the like james bond mission impossible heistness of five whereas three is just like just really silly it makes no sense Four is the mission impossible three right Mm -hmm. where mission impossible three i i still don't care for but it's the one that is setting the stage for where the series is going to go when it actually gets good right so like you know, it, it's changing the direction to where you get to Ghost Protocol, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't, exactly. even though Mission Impossible Three is my least favorite Mission Impossible movie, I give it credit for like kind of starting to turn the correct direction. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think that's that's the way I look at four as well. And uh, I like Mission Impossible Three more than you, but I like all the Mission Impossible movies. So I mean, they're all they're all really solid movies. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, and it you know it's for I'm just a two stand for whatever reason. Right. But it yeah. just like this series when you get into the later versions of that, like that just the scale changes so much of those. Yeah, kind of what yeah. like the, the the stunts that they're doing and um and that's really what you get, which kicks off with four, but really kicks into right. with five. Right. Um and, and you know and like you you know now you're gonna be watching these movies and you will just forget that we were ever watching a movie about street racing and stealing DVD players. Yeah, yeah, it's so, we've come so far. Right, but we still have to circle back to Tokyo Drift at some point in the future. So we will be hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, we got a couple things we got to do before we close out this. Okay. Uh, the first is our MVP of the movie. Who you got? Or do you want me to go first? What do you? I want mean? you to go first. Okay. <sighs> I feel like it's run got... through. Well, okay. Go ahead. You say what you were going to say. I was going to say I can run through who's won in the previous movies, but I do not know whose pick was whom's. So I just have the names written down, but I don't have the, the I don't have who picked who. OK, let's, let's go through them for the first movie. Uh, one of us said Jesse. The other one said Dom. I think I said Jesse. And you said yeah, I, I definitely didn't say Jesse. Yeah. So uh, that was me. All right. Yeah. I'll just mark. I'll mark that one for future. Uh, the second one, one of us said Monica. The other one said Roman. You said Roman. I said yeah. Monica. Yeah. Right, Glad Max. she's back. Yeah. Your MVP is back. The yeah. third one, uh, I think this was, I think Max said Han and I said Twinkie, I believe. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Twinkie was a little Bow Wow's character, I believe. Yeah. Yep. And the last one, uh, one of us said Brian. The other one said Shea Wiggum. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey, I like Shea Wiggum, all right? Like, I was yeah. to see him in the movie. Um, so I guess I was Brian on that one. So, <sighs> all right. It's, it's so hard to pick these. Um, I feel like 
in the, I mean, is it cliche to say The Rock? No, I mean, he's franchise Viagra. Right, I mean, like, and I know you said he hasn't found his footing yet, but, like, like he kind of, yeah, he invigorates the movie. I think he gives it a, like that push that it needed, so, you know. Maybe I mean, he's, he's great. He's, he's not bad in this movie by any means. I just think he gets better. I okay. think he gets more natural, more comfortable in the series after this movie is all. But, I mean, he's great. He's, you know, he's chasing guys. He's, you know, driving his car through brick walls. I mean, he's he's the Hulk in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think uh, I think it's either him or it's the guy that gets like diarrhea rained on him in the bath. Yeah. It's one of yeah. the. Uh, you did point out something about the diarrhea guy that uh, the guy yeah. who's in the bathroom when the when the bathroom explodes, which we didn't talk a lot about that scene, but that is disgusting. That scene is real gross. It's really gross. Like they don't like they don't just like there's. I mean, we've had bathroom explosions in movies before like that. Like that's. That's happened in movies like what, like the Goonies. It happens like other like it's it's happened plenty of times, but it's always just looks like water. In this, it's just shit everywhere. You <laughs> see it like it is. Yeah, they're it's, not it's, shy about. It. And and actually, what Sarah pointed out when we were watching it was uh, the guy who uh, is in the stall when it happens, and he's been exploded upon. Uh, his reaction is to run away, pulling his pants up, but his pants are full of the shit. So he's just pulling the shit into himself and it's, yeah. it's not helpful. I mean, I realize yeah. maybe he's modest and wants to put his pants back on, but like, you're just getting even messier. Yeah. It's it. Uh, I hope you're home for the day at least. So he didn't have to work like that. Some PTO. And... Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that guy's not going to get my MVP. Okay. Um, and this is a tough one because there are so many good people. I think I'm going to give it to Han on this one, though. That was think, like that's the only, Han, that was my that was actually my my uh, my runner up. Yeah, Han doesn't hit a ton of home runs in this movie, but his batting average is really really high. Yeah, um, and I actually didn't appreciate him as much the like before when I watched this movie. I think this is like on this rewatch, I just both Han and Roman and and, and Tej also really kind of hit it out of the park. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think Han. You know, he ends he up with with Wonder Woman at the end of the movie. He's driving the Autobahn. Um, he's not going to Tokyo yet, just yet. He's eating. Chips look Constantly good. Constantly so, eating. Yeah. Roman's not eating, eating as much in this movie, I feel no, like. No, I think he handed that. <laughs> Roman, Roman lost his bromance with Brian. He lost his, like, <laughs> he's the guy who eats, right? Yeah, he, he, he it's interesting. He, uh, yeah, he handed the, the eating baton off. Yeah. Past uh, the torch. He did. All right. Uh, well, I know this one you had to do a little bit of uh, research for. So in the first movie, our favorite car was uh, we both said Toretto's car. Yeah. In the first one. In the second one, uh, I said the Dodge Viper and you said the Mustang at the end. Yep. Um, the third one, I said the Hulk car and you said the Subaru. Yep. Um, and then in the fourth one, I only have Gran Torino written down. So did we both say the Gran Torino in the fourth one? Did I one? say the Subaru? Oh, was the Subaru the fourth one? I thought, I wait, hold on. I have Subaru written down, but I don't have which movie. Or I thought I liked uh, the dad's car, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, maybe you liked the Grand Torino and I liked the Subaru. Yes, that was it. That was it. Remember what car you liked in the third one? Because I don't have that written down. That is the third one. The Subaru was the third one? The Grand Torino. Oh, was the third one, right? all right. Or then what was the fourth one? Oh, wait, no, no, no. Torino was the fourth one. Yeah. That but was you liked the dad's car in the third one. Yeah, the dad's car okay. in the third one. Yeah, Whatever the dad's I liked was. Phoenix's car in the fourth one. Yeah, the dad's car was like a, was like a, it was a Mustang. Honda. It was a Mustang Fastback, I think. Oh, 
So, so we're what, missing one at, at some point. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite car in movie two then? In movie two, um, I said the Dodge I, Viper. You said the Viper. Uh, well, now I can't I remember. Well, somebody listen, tell us. I'm going to have to watch Too Fast, Too Furious again. Yeah, and pick. All right, well, we'll just put two question mark. All right, well, with that, I'm getting my nuts a little bit better for the next time. Uh, Did, uh, what was your favorite car from this one? Okay, so, yeah, I had to go back, and I remember, um, I remember thinking it, it was probably one of the ones from the opening train heist, because there were some cool cars in there, and then... I at first I was gonna go with the Corvette, the Stingray, because I, I always liked Stingrays, but I feel like this one has like a little too much going on. Like it's a little too flashy. It's like I don't know. It's got all this like extra shit on it that seems a little over the top. So I think I'm gonna go with the the GT40, the Ford that is uh, Reyes's car that Mia drives off of it, they have to get the chip out of. Ah, uh, with the chip so, in it. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going. And it made me want to watch, uh, I still haven't watched Ford v. Ferrari, but that's a movie all about the, you know, the creation of that car. So mm. I have to check that out at some point. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, it's really hard not to pick one of the Dodge Chargers at the end because they drag a safe. But my favorite car in this movie was... Uh, Hobbs's like armored Humvee that he the drives okay. into the police station. It was just like it, the, the car matches the rock so much. I mean, I, yeah. I talked about the Hulk car in the third movie, and this is like the Hulk of a person car. Right. So, the rock's Humvee is mine. Fair this, enough. For this movie. Yeah. Not the, not the car I would have thought that I would come out of uh, this being my favorite, but that's, that's what I have. Uh, were there any connections to James Bond that you noticed in this? Oh, I forgot we were supposed to think about that. Um, yeah, as the host of the Movie Ladder podcast, I gotta have some connections in here. I mean, we I, the big thing for me was just the the collateral damage destruction that reminded me of the Pierce Brosnan era. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, like, I don't really know. I can't like. Did you think of anything? Is there? I mean, just kind of the structure of this movie. Yeah. More than anything, like we open with a big action set piece, really yep. two big action set pieces that are like our cold open, right? And mm-hmm. you would imagine in a James Bond movie, they go flying off the cliff, they're yep. in the water, and then and this did happen in James Bond. This happened in uh in Skyfall. In Skyfall yeah. Right. Where the, they just the go under yeah. the water, and it's, that's the you know that's the opening song. So, yeah. Not enough. For, no. No other movies have uh, have the opening titles the song thing going on anymore just bond but um yeah well and like the you know danzo caduro uh the song that plays at the end is like the closest that we have in this movie yeah we always get song. song at the end of these um right and usually it's with somebody who's in the movie like we right. had a ludicrous exactly. song we had a bow wow song we had a jaw rule song uh no don omar in this one so yeah um, Hope we get like Michael and, you know, play in one of these movies at some point. I feel like putting a bunch of money down in Monaco is very James Bondish too. Like if we spent more time at that Monaco casino, that would be feel like true. I mean, yeah, true. Except I don't know, Bond is Bond would be a little more strategic with his betting, I think. But uh, <laughs> yeah, very true. Yes, he would not. He would not split fifty fifty on a forty eight percent. Yeah, forty eight percent bets. So uh, yes. All right. Well, now we have. The all-important rankings. Mm-hmm. Now, I have my rankings written down. Mine are 4, 2, 1, 3. Is that the same as yours, or was yours 4, 1, 2, 3? 
Uh, no, it was four two. We, yeah, we were the same. We're the same. Okay. Yeah. We're not so different, you and I. We are not so different. Well, are we going to stay the same now? Where are you putting five? I mean, it's at the top. Come on. It's an easy question. I just yeah. wanted to be sure. I didn't want. I didn't want to lead you in case you actually thought you know four was better, and you want to go back on trivia spotting and really <laughs> spot a hot take. Yeah, I'm going to put this one just below too fast, too furious. Yeah. Um, no, this is this is the best one. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's uh, uh, up for debate, really. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think our rankings stay the same. Amazingly, yeah. much much more aligned on this than we were on seriously. The yeah. Um. Although mine, you know, before this rewatch, mine were not this. I did not have four this high. Right. Um, I think I had one above four, and I believe I had two all the way at the bottom. Um, I was not expecting to have this order either, because just the the kind of the vibe I had gotten from the zeitgeist was that uh, that four was bad, mm-hmm. and that that three was underrated. And I mm-hmm. just remember thinking, like going, I remember going to Tokyo Drift, thinking like, oh people have been talking about how this is better than people say it is. And I remember watching them thinking like, I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah. You're just one of the people who's underrating three. That's what, you know, I guess so. Yeah. I got, maybe I got to wait 10 years and then revisit it and then I'll get it. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, well, we've got, we've got fast and furious six coming up next. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have the title correct on that one? Now we did have the, you know, the Letty moment in the, cold or the cold closing of this do uh, you have any other predictions for fast furious six i mean i get i, I mean it, sadly the the big thing that i know is coming is paul walker's exit but i feel like that happens in seven but i can't really i i think that's in seven where that where he's where he leaves right but um yeah i don't know Neither like i'm confirm nor deny okay uh yeah, I mean, I know Letty's coming back, but I don't kn- know what circumstances. I guess, you know, we never really had, like, a body or anything. We know she was working undercover, so mm-hmm. maybe she got so deep undercover that she had to fake her own death or something. Um, James Bond style. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I don't I don't know anything about the plot of, of 6. I feel like I know an, a little bit about 7 just because... I feel like seven, I mean, five is obviously when uh, the series turned around and, you know, normies started getting into it, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's when kind of the public at large started liking these movies. Seven was the first one I remember where, like, normal people were excited about it and, like, yes. going to see it and stuff, right? And so I feel like I, I just, from that movie coming out, I remember the trailers, I remember coming certain out. things about it, yeah, and... uh and all that, but like the sixth one, I like. I feel like the sixth one might be the one that I know the least about. So yeah, it's it's interesting because seven was the one I feel like where there were like tons of articles before seven came out. Yeah. Like you know, Ringer had. I mean, Ringer always has articles, but like yeah, like you said, like the more casual audiences were excited for seven, and people were yeah. like catching up on the series in order for seven to come out. And I'm not sure why. I mean, six. I guess six was only two years after five, so I guess it yeah. was just kind of like. Some people discovered five because I don't between. think I don't think a lot of people saw five when it came out. They saw it like once it was out, then they're like, "Oh, this is great," and then people yeah. started watching it. So I know that there's one where there's like a car smashes through the front of a plane, and I feel that might be that might be six. So maybe that's what I know about six. You're just gonna remember. say a car. You know, there's one with a car. I'm like, yeah, there there are there are yeah. cars in this movie. Yes. Uh, well, there I'm I'm looking at the uh, at something for six right now and. Um, there's something I'm very excited for us to have happen. Um, 
So, yeah, that'll it's it's a six is an interesting one. It'll be fun to talk about. Okay, so, so we're doing six and seven next, right? Yes, yes, oh, right. Six and seven are next, and then we'll okay. do uh, then we'll do eight and Hobbs and Shaw, and then you'll be caught up. Um, caught up. Yeah, um, and we're gonna try to come back and do this sooner because you'll be able to watch these two and then we can you know maybe next weekend because we have right now it's the 14th this podcast is now the 14th we started on the 13th uh so we have 11 days before fast nine comes out so can we squeeze four movies and two podcasts into 11 days probably not but we're gonna try let's try yeah we'll see um we're gonna need a crew (laughs) we're gonna need a bigger boat too Uh, (laughs) yeah uh fast talker Right. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's what we need. We need a fast talker. Talk, somebody talks at double speed. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, any last uh, any last words on Fast Five before we close the book on this one? Good movie. I mean, it's a yeah. The the, the series has uh has has made it. You know, they got the their Viagra. Yeah. So. Thanks, Rock. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, uh, anything you want to tell people about on this podcast? Nope. I guess I'm nope. okay. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm not doing anything right now. Yeah, you don't have any. You don't have any materials to to promote. So. No, I need to make something, I guess. But yeah. uh, maybe for next time. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, follow Mac on Twitter at Jack, Jack Monson, Monson because when yeah. he has materials or poker games or cars for sale or whatever, um, you can find out about it. Yeah. Not that you ever tweet, but you know, you know, you might. You Every once start. in a while. Every yeah. Once in a while. And uh, we'll be back um, sometime, hopefully, in you know a week or so, to talk about Fast and Furious 6 and Furious 7. So we are getting into the good stuff now. And we're going to continue this globetrotting. And uh, see you sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.